Hello, everyone. You're with Dr. Terry, Legacy Investment Informs. I'm so excited. Thank you for being here with us today. And once again, we, this is a continuation of um, the last show we had two weeks ago with um, Chantel Lamar. First Lady Chantel Lamar, and we have another special guest with us who happens to be her husband, her groom, and his name is Pastor Joseph Lamar. And we are so excited to have them with us today because we are um, continuing. We had so much to say last time. And so we're continuing with that whole topic of how to command your year, what God is expecting for from you this year to really reap the harvest. This is harvest year. And actually every year is harvest year, but God is really moving in 2017 and he's doing great things. And so we want to make sure that everyone understands what is um, being asked of them to do. Okay. And so with that said, we are um, going to see if Pastor Joseph is with us. Pastor Joseph, are you with us? Yes, ma'am, I am. Hi, how are, you, how are you today? I'm great, Doctor. Thank you. Thank you for being my special and honored guest. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting you in person, face-to-face, -face, but I feel like I know you already through Chantel. And um, so thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us today. Do you have sure. anything that you want to um, share about what God has shared with you about 2017 starting out? Uh, just that uh, this is a year of a, a fresh a commitment to doing, I believe, the basics that God would have us to do, uh, getting back to those things that we know to do, not necessarily looking for anything uh, unusual or special, just doing those basic things, loving Christ, putting him first, praying, worshiping, putting those things first and getting those first elementary principles back in line and getting ourselves positioned for what God is doing for us. Yes, yes, yes. And so what does that look like with you um, this year, Pastor? What are you, what are you planning to do differently uh, for yourself in, in regards to the action, the, the actual movement that you're going to be taking? Well, uh, like I said, just a fresh commitment to those things that draw us closer to God. And uh, renewing that commitment of saying, God, you are first. And it's always in order. It's always in order to tell the Lord we love him and to show him that he's first. And to show him that before all else, that we love him with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, all of our strength. And to make that fresh commitment to the Lord. It is in making that fresh commitment to the Lord a fresh dedication to him. But I believe that in that we will get the instructions necessary to reap what God has called us to. Yes, I agree. And Chantel, um, what are you planning to do this year differently? Well, um, I had set out a few things that I plan to do different this year. One of the things that I wanted to do was change uh uh, changed the way I was eating so I can eat much more healthier. Mm. So um, that's one of the goals that I wanted to accomplish this year 
is to get back to just like uh, my husband explained, go back to the basics, the very thing that that uh, that allowed me before to lose 67 pounds. I have to get back to those basics. Uh, uh, things and one of the things was is to renew my mind to the promises of God, renew my mind to uh, what He has said in His Word, so that when I start, I mean, which I have already have, um, and I have actually gotten down ten pounds. So I was just really just thankful to God, enough to that degree. So I'm just. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes, yes. You, you well, feel it, and it's just so exciting. Yes, yes, yes. I know <clears throat> that um, anytime we can drop some excess weight, it, yes. it can only be a... Um, a positive for us it's a plus right, and it also right. helps add life to us so that's always wonderful i'm i'm excited for you how much do you how much more do you want to lose actually i i want to at least get down to uh take off another maybe 60 pounds altogether. you okay. know and um and, and i know even just taking off 10 you you feel a difference I remember Miss um, Sylvia, our good friend Miss Sylvia, used to tell me, if you just take off 10, you will feel good. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't set my goal up too high. I just, I'm just taking steps as I go. You know, right. uh, setting, right. I set a small schedule, a small goal, and I accomplish that, and then I just go on from there. Right. I, I, I do agree. Well, um, I would like to start off with a prayer, if that's possible, with um, sure. Pastor leading us into prayer. Every yes. Pastor, you don't know this, but every um, time I come on air, I always open up with a prayer. And so I would like for you to do the honors of doing that on, and blessing the show. Is that okay? Sure, sure. Okay, thank you. Father, in Jesus' name, we come and we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love, and we thank you for your faithfulness. Father, we come and thank you again for this day and for this moment, for this opportunity. And, Lord, we offer this show up to you as a sacrifice, O oh God. And we pray for every listener, for everyone who will, who will come across this message, will come across this hour. We pray that you will touch each and every individual. We pray that you will strengthen the saints, that you will save the lost, and that you will fill the needy. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for blessing the show. And we're believing for increased listeners, audiences, and also that God meets the need of everyone that has, is listening and is to come to listen. And so um, I didn't give the name, the topic of the show today. And the, when I was praying about it, the Father told me that um, this, although it's a continuation of last time we were together, Chantel and I, but this this is the title that he wants the show to be. He says, right. um, "Command Year 2017 with prayer, practical actions to receive victories." That's yeah. powerful. Yeah. For me, I believe that um, 
I know God is on a move and this is something very different this year. We keep saying that. I know it may even seem like it's a cliche or something, but we know God is not a cliche. We know that nothing he does is a cliche. But what is different, I should say for me, what I'm finding that's very different is that he's very serious about calling all of us to the action of prayer. 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 What what would both of you say about that? I'll let Pastor speak first. Uh, Well, prayer is our lifeline. It's our connection with God. And it's absolutely vital that we maintain that connection. I, I believe even in the practicalness of prayer, I believe that we have to remember that it's all about God. Yes. And unfortunately, our prayers have become self-centered. They've become all about what we don't have, what we wish we had, what we're looking to get. And I know that supplication and and asking uh, God for things is a uh, is an integral integral part of prayer. But we must remember that prayer is all about Him. That He told us to pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it is absolutely critical that in this hour, that as we come into maturity, that we go to prayer with the right understanding, the right mentality, that this moment that I'm taking with God is about Him, about His kingdom, about His work, about His glory. And if we come with that mentality, all of our issues will be uh, all of our issues will be solved, but if we come with the in, with the mentality that prayer is all about us, uh, we will miss it. And so it's, it's it's one of those things we've got to get back to the basics. Prayer is about Him. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Very well put. I agree. I think that uh, how our day ends depends on how we begin it, and. Mm. Um, and so one of the things that I have learned and, and my husband have learned is that um, how important your prayer life is. And yeah. this is not, you know, corporate prayer. This is not, you know, this is not corporate prayer. This is, this is an individual, this is a personal thing, you know, a personal, your personal time alone with God and commanding your day com- through prayer. I, I think it's just set it set the whole day. My husband and I was talking about that this morning. If if we just pray, pray in the morning, that should be the first thing we wake up and you know, to think about is that I, I have to commune with God today. I, I have to get his thoughts. Right. I, I have to get his right. thoughts. Not always that I'm giving him what's going on because in Matthew chapter six, remember when the the disciples says, Lord, teach us to pray but before that uh, you know, when he says, you know, your father, the Bible says that your father knows what you are in need of before you ask him. Mm-hmm. So I think the whole objective of, of prayer is communicating with God. It's, it's actually getting in his position, getting in position to hear from him about what's going on in your life or, or what he thinks of, of uh, you know, your, his plans for you, what his thoughts is. 
for you. Yes. Yes. You know, um, both of you have some very good points and practical points since that, you know, remembering that prayer, your prayer life is your lifeline, as um, pastors just mentioned to us. I'm in total Mm -hmm. agreement with that. And if it were not true, Jesus wouldn't even have told the disciples um, in the Garden of Gethsemane that when he was getting ready to be offered up to yeah. overturned over to the soldiers that he said, um, can you pray, watch him pray? Like, well, yeah. you, if that was not a very poignant moment, he, that wouldn't even be, be in uh, part of the word. But we all yeah. know that it is, it was a very poignant moment. And so when both of you were saying that, I, it, it, each and every time, whatever went down with Jesus, Jesus did not hesitate to to pray. He prayed. He mm-hmm. went before the Father for everything. Nothing was minute for him. He understood yeah. that his connection and his his connection to heaven through prayer was connecting him to his victories. Right. And so right. that's and I see why commanding our year um, 2017 right. through prayer and and not just um, saying saying um, mundane things, but speak what the word says, search right. the scriptures and confess the word, pray, meditate on the word. You know these practical right. moments, these practical actions are what's needed to, for for you to guarantee. And right. I will go as far to say to guarantee guarantee victories and yes, harvest yes. seed time yes. and harvest and harvesting your your um, your 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 prayer the answer to your prayer so right. I want to kind of touch on I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to go in that direction because that's what he was talking to me about so right. um pastor I would like to talk to you give if if you will talk to the audience in regards to what is the importance of um of having a prayer plan for your life what what type of prayer what type of um action prayer plan what does that actually look like for a person that might not even understand how to pray that's what Chantel and I were talking about a little bit last time, but I would like to hear what you, what the Holy Spirit has um, put on your heart in regards to um, how to map that out in a, in a give a some type of depiction of that. Hmm. Uh, Jesus, when he when he talked to his disciples in the sixth chapter of Matthew, they asked him, "Teach us to pray." Yes. And so, if you're going to get a blueprint for prayer, there's no no better place to go than the Lord. And he said to them, you say, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name, and your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he ended the prayer by saying, thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever, amen. amen. Uh, he, he begins by telling this to say, hallowed be your name, that is to say holy is his name. Jesus' first uh, teaching of the disciples is you begin by calling our Father holy. You begin by giving him praise. 
you begin by giving him glory. You begin by giving him honor. I believe that in when we go into prayer, it is absolutely critical that we go in with a grateful heart, a grateful mm-hmm. uh, mentality, a grateful disposition, mm-hmm. a, a disposition that says, God, you are holy. He says, pray, hallowed be your name. And then the meat of the prayer is all about getting those things done. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive those. And then he goes down and he says, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. He begins it with praise. He ends it with praise. And between those two, he gets, he gets into our needs and the, and the will of the Father. So I believe that the, a, a, a blueprint for prayer is to begin with praise, to end with praise, and in the middle, uh, bring those issues up to God. Uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. Uh, there's a blueprint again, rejoicing, prayer, and then thanksgiving. Uh, first, uh, the Bible says in the fourth chapter of Philippians, uh, do not fret or have anxiety about anything, but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your prayers be made known unto God. And so yes. I believe that it's critical. You haven't really prayed if you didn't praise. So it's, it's really important that as we come before God, that we understand that we come before God, the King of the universe, we come before the Lord of Lords and King of Kings, and it is only fitting that as we come in, we come in glorifying His name, magnifying His name. And then, if I have found, if you give your time over to the glorifying and magnifying of God, everything else begins to look smaller to you. So if you magnify God, all of a sudden your things that you need, they look so much smaller, and your faith becomes emboldened and, and, and becomes stronger. So magnify God. Slip in those things that you have need of, and before you leave, thank him again for it, because he's worthy of it. Amen. 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 I, woo, Amen. I love yes, that. <laughs> oh my God. I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to fly away right now. I know, here. me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, First Lady, what, yes. do you have anything to share? You know, my husband actually said it all. Uh, <laughs> I agree with what he's saying. Um, one of the things that uh, she actually has put into practice here at our home uh, with me, him and I and even with our children is to take time out. Um, it's to take 30 minutes of our time and, ne- and don't ask God for anything, but just hallow his name. Just begin mm. to bless him and speak well of him. The word mm. bless means to speak well of. And so mm. we speak, we bless him. And we don't ask for anything, mm-hmm. but we just take that moment and just bless him. I think yeah. he deserves it. My God. And and I'm telling you, when we begin to do that, everything else, like he says, it seems small because we are magnifying him. We are enlarging him, bigger than our circumstance. He, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you first. We give him what to do his name. We give him what's in his name. It's powerful. 
Amen. Yeah, so I agree. Amen. I agree Amen. with Pastor. Yes. Yeah. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm just really in deep thought about what both of you said. I, mean, I, I, I know that um, when this, um, when the, when the Lord was speaking to me about this particular commanding 2017, I really didn't know what direction he wanted to take. I didn't know how um, he wanted to shape this message at all, this interview. But I did know that he wanted to use this platform in such a way that he did not want to be... Um, leave anyone out. He has everyone in mind that's everyone, listening. Everyone. Everyone. Mm-hmm. All of us. He has all yeah. of us in mind. And and prayer is the is if not anything, it is the integral part of necessity of our substance of who we really are. Right. We were made right. we were created to praise him. How? That's praise right. him through prayer. Okay, yeah, yeah. praise him like yeah. Pastor just said through prayer and supplication, thanksgiving, rejoicing, yeah. all of those things from the beginning to the end and making sure that all is is well. And so yeah. because of that, because of that, I, I was praising God this particular day. And I said, Father, I don't know what you want legacy and investment to and forms to talk about this um this you know that on on the upcoming upcoming show but he put you on my heart he said have have um first lady on first lady chantelle on and let's talk about commanding the year practical steps to commanding 2017 in order to get people to understand that you have not because you ask not Right. Okay. Right. The God is not a failure. He's not failing He's not. us. We're actually failing ourselves. That's right. We We're fail. failing we ourselves when we principle. don't. That's right. 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 Mm-hmm. right First yes. Lady. That's right. We fail to do the, the like he says, the basic. That's where we fail. And a lot of times we start and we do well starting. But we don't yes. do well at, at the end. We don't do well in the in between time when there's when when actually when trouble comes. We don't do well with that. See, once we learn right. to master every thing that comes our way, don't let what comes your way uh, stop you from uh, praising God. Stop you from doing what it is that you're uh, trying to accomplish here. We're trying to uh, our accomplishment. I mean, what we're accomplishing is. Uh, is communicating with God and Him communicating with us. Stand up right. there where we don't have to always look for people uh, and depend on people. And so uh, one of the, the things that um, I have uh, learned is that, uh, I, that I'm in charge uh, of my day, that I should take control of my day based on what I speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God gave us that authority to do that. Amen. We allow us Amen. To. Well, you know what I decided to do this year. Um, the Lord told me, "Don't speak any more negative words." Yeah. Regardless, hold your tongue and just let me watch me 
move this year. So he asked me, he asked me to journal, which I'm a journaler anyway, but part of commanding our year is, is, um, is um, writing it down, making it plain, and plain, also right. so we can also see the character of God and what He's in the movement of God in our lives. Right. And how are you going to do that if you're not tracking your your right. progress, yeah. right? Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Is that right, I, Pastor? No doubt. No doubt. It's a principle, uh, and one of the things that we do when we uh, journal and we record is. Uh, we keep it before us. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it, it doesn't do any good uh, to journal and lose it. But when you record those things that God has put in your heart and those things that you're going after, and you keep it before your face, uh, it serves as a uh, it serves as a reminder, and it is constantly it serves as a pool. You know, you you it, it serves as a uh, a guide to the destiny, and so when he said, "Write the vision, make it plain, so that he can run that reads it." So when when it's plain and it's there, uh, you you're able to to move and to flow f- f- freer. You're able to go after it with uh, you know with all of your energy. But one of the things that we lose is. Is if we begin to uh, just go haphazardly without a plan, we begin to drift, and so it's absolutely critical. The Bible says, "Without vision, people perish." It's, yes. it's having a vision. It's having a mark. It's having a destiny, and this is why the Bible says things like uh, uh, the things it says. Uh, the Bible says, "Considering Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith." It, it teaches us to to uh, have the word before us, to not let it depart from our eyes, to keep it in the midst of our heart. For the word of God is life to those who find it, is healing and health to all their flesh. As we put the word of God and the vision of God in front of us, and we go after it, our spirit, our spirit, and the Holy Spirit unite and we cooperate with him to bring about those things but if we are haphazard if we are nonchalant if we uh if we are if we are of those who you know you know set a uh, a goal and then lose it uh it's one of those reasons why we never really follow through mm-hmm. that's right that's right yeah. Wow, that's now that's yeah. powerful. That's powerful. And, and that's is. very powerful, isn't it, First Lady? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it is very powerful, and that's that's what we have a tendency to do mm-hmm. is never really follow through on those things that we, uh, you know, we we have we have actually we start off good, but then again, you know, we don't really uh, follow behind it, and uh, so you have to just like. Um, Pastor said, "You, you have to commit yourself. Yes, you have to commit yourself in doing this. Just like you have to, uh, you know, you make a commitment when you accepted a job that I'm going to be dependable to be there. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You, this is your life. We're talking yes. about, you know, yes. this is your life, and so we have to commit into doing the very things that." Uh, that keeps the lifeline 
flowing through our life. And not only through our life, but through our family life, because usually we're, we're not the only one that we're carrying. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. others that are coming behind us, uh, our family, our children, our, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. And so uh, these things, we, we want to be able to leave things for our children. We want to be able to accomplish things so, so that we can tell them how we got there. Yes, yes. And so we're, we're, I believe that part of this commanding 2017, you just touched on something, First Lady. I believe that um, part of commanding this 2017, commanding meaning reaping the harvest of our victories, is yes. that, um, is that we are about to start, God is about to, um, bring into fruition the manifestation of those prayers of our ancestors that have gone before us laid they laid down the foundation for us to reap you know and and i believe that prayer that we're, we're if it were not well we do know if it were not for their prayers going up to heaven reaching heaven and the Father promising to hear each one of their petitions, we wouldn't be getting putting. We wouldn't be putting being put in a position now to actually yeah. reap those those yeah. um, harvest those prayers, those answers. Yeah. What do you, what What do you both think about that? You know uh, that that brings up a a that brings up a truth, a mighty truth. The God that we serve, he is known as the God of Abraham, the Mm -hmm. God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Mm -hmm. He is a God that that Jacob was introduced to by his father Isaac, that Isaac was introduced to by his Mm -hmm. father Abraham. And before Isaac was ever born, there was a promise God made to his father because of his father's actions because of his father's obedience, that I will bless you and your seed after you, and your name shall be great. And so Isaac is born. He has absolutely nothing to do. Uh, He has no merit. He has merited nothing. Everything he has inherited is based on the obedience of his father. He has a son, and that blessing passes down to Jacob. Jacob has absolutely nothing to do with it, but that blessing is flowing to him because of the obedience of his father. The Bible says that he blesses the children of men to the 1,000 generations. And remember what he said, that he said the iniquity of the father is visited to the third and the fourth generations. The truth that you just articulated is this, that those who come before us set the stage for us. They Amen. set the stage of whether we have we are positioned to reap the blessing of God or whether we are in the position uh, to to have to repent. And uh, and the 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 blessing of the children of Abraham is that Abraham was a man who feared God and walked with God. We have that legacy here with our gener- the generations who went before us. We just celebrated uh, Martin Luther King's birthday. We are a generation that has enjoyed great blessing because of the 
toil, because of the obedience, because of the sternness, because of the faithfulness, the steadfastness of generations prior to us, which is why it is only which is why it is only uh, right for us to look back and have a day like we had on Monday, where we remember those people who have went before us. And so we have a, many of us, we have a spiritual, godly heritage that we can look back and say, I'm in the position that I am now because of those who have went before me, and my children will benefit because I will be faithful to God and I will serve God. And Mm -hmm. my children will benefit from, from my actions. They will benefit tomorrow from my actions today. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 That's absolutely just, oh, woo, yeah. that was uh, I know, right? <laughs> very, very, very loving and rich. Yeah. I, I know that um, the father, somebody needed to hear that. Someone really yeah, needed yeah, to hear yeah, yeah. that. And maybe maybe you're not. And I just kind of sense now I want to take this moment to be obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit, the unction yeah. of it. I feel that someone is listening. Yeah. And they may, they're saying, well, okay, this God thing, this God thing, what is this God thing and all that? This is not a God thing. This is a life That's thing. Right. Okay. And. Yeah. I will I would even go as far to say that it's a life and death thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would yes. I would say that because the three of us do know that. But right. you someone is out there continuing and to do something that they know and they know they feel a pulling of that tug saying, yeah. I need to stop this. I need to stop yeah, this. Right. My life is, yeah. if I don't stop this, something is going right. to go bad right. for me. And understand that that's God tugging at your heart. He's not, yeah. He's knocking on the door of your heart and he's saying, stop now because you don't have to live that way any longer and so um i've sent someone is saying that and saying well this uh, okay i i i'm trying to pray i want to pray but how do i pray well the pastor just told us that jesus taught all of the disciples told taught them how to pray pray the lord's prayer pray the lord's prayer and the, and once again, that's important that you understand. If you don't know anything else what to do, you have that. You can that's do right. that. Is that right, my friends? That's right. And I believe that God uh, knew that there was going to be somebody that uh, would get to that point and, and, and question their life and question the things that they are doing. And he already had a format, which is the Lord's Prayer, uh, you know, already in his, uh, in advance for this time. And I believe that if we start to take those steps and move towards him, I believe that he will move, and he's already begun to move with, towards us. But I'm saying if we begin to move towards him, he will open up doors. He will make a way. He will show you. As a matter of fact, the Holy Spirit is a teacher. Mm. And, and I was talking uh, to Miss Sylvia earlier about this and how the Holy Spirit is a teacher and how he taught me when I didn't know how to pray. When he taught me and I said, God, I don't know what to say. I don't know all these these and thou's. And, and the, it just was the simplest thing that he taught me. 
and and it was just Lord help me, help me to to do better in this area. Yes. And then I he started to open doors where uh, there was people that he would place in my life that would mentor me and teach me what they knew and mm-hmm. how they accomplished areas in their life. Yes. So one of, yes. and one of the uh, one uh, you know my husband is a, he's an excellent teacher. I say this all the time. He is, and um, I he taught me a lot uh, since we've been married. Even though I knew things before, but just having somebody who's well knowledgeable of the word and and also have accomplished those things in their life, he taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So part of that. Part of I'm hearing also part of um, commanding our year is being mentored by a yes. mature believer. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Absolutely. That's, right, that's Pastor? Yes, uh, absolutely. And understand <clears throat> that uh, God is a father. And the Bible yes. says uh, if we love our children, how much more of uh, the God loves he is? And mm. so I, when uh, if you have a small child and they're not able to articulate properly, uh, you don't you don't berate them. You don't uh, you know put them down. They don't pronounce water the way that we do. But mm-hmm. you know what they're asking for. Uh, they don't pronounce the foods the way we need. But you know what they're asking for. You can interpret what they're trying to yeah. say. And so as you come to God, wherever you are, you begin. God knows exactly what's in your heart. And so as you begin to articulate what's in your heart, you don't do it perfectly. None of us do. But, and you will, need, you will need to grow, and all of us do. But as you start exactly where you are, God hears your cry. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So uh, all you have to do is make that call out to God, and God will hear you. And then he will bring people in your life as you begin to get into the Word of God, as you begin to be around uh, believers, as you begin to hear the Word of God. You will begin to mature and grow. And the Bible says, desire the sincere milk of the Word that you may grow thereby. So you will begin to grow as you begin to have a steady diet of the Word of God. And then as you mature, you'll be able to reach back and help someone else. But wherever you are, Whatever state you are, you may uh, you may not know anything about God. You may not know uh, Genesis from Revelation. It doesn't matter. Wherever you start right now, just start talking out of your heart and and come to God, come to His Word, and you'll begin to mature. And the Lord will receive you. The Bible says, "He who comes to to the Lord, he will in no wise cast out." So uh, there's absolutely uh, no there's absolutely no restriction. There's absolutely no uh, you, you know you don't have to get yourself together. You don't have to learn. Uh, you don't have to learn the Greek and the mm-hmm. Hebrew. You don't have to get right. your you know to to, <laughs> right. to in order to get to. All you have to do is come to Christ exactly the way you are, and He'll That's receive right. you, and you'll begin mm-hmm. that process of walking with God and growing with God. Amen. 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 Woo! That, I'm excited. Well, know. You know what I want to do? Um, First Lady, you have something you want to say? I just wanted to say, you know, um, I, I believe that if we guard our heart and what's coming into our heart, I believe if we guard it above all else, for it determines the course of our life, 
we have to make sure that we are careful what's going into our ears and what we're hearing. If we learn to just put the right thing in what we hear, and it's going to get into your heart, and before you know it, you're going to be saying those things, because what's in the heart of man comes out of the mouth of man. And I believe that once we get it, and we start to guard, guard our heart and what's coming in it, and above all else, it'll determine the course of your life. Amen. I, I'm i in total agreement with that. I really am. I think this is a great place for us now to um, take a short break. And um, when we return, we'll um, finish up and get some information on how um, those that are listening may want to reach you and for prayer. And we don't want to be remiss oh, by God. not having your information. So um, let's take a short break. And when we return, we have lots more to to catch up on. Thank you. Hi, Dr. Terry here. The workplace has become ever increasingly difficult. High rates of unemployment poor interaction between employee and employer, workplace violence, and the list goes on. Today, many are seeking practical solutions to address workplace issues. Healing in the Workplace, a spiritual guide to coping with work issues, provides a long-awaited answer and principle to solving work conflict and problems, helping us to see why God wants us to work and how we are supposed to treat one another at work. Join me in a global move to eradicate workplace issues in discovering employee rights and discover how others have been victorious through workplace challenges. Order your book today at www.westbowpress.com. Once again, order your book today at www.westbowpress.com. Hope to see you there. Thank you. guys thank you so much we're returning now with our special honor guest pastor joseph lamar and first lady chantelle lamar um as you know we have been talking about commanding our year 2017 and the practical way to do that through the eyes of god is to start out with prayer prayer is a necessity for all of us for our victory for it to lead a victorious life and if you're not doing that if you're just playing around with it, toying around with it, then you must. God is calling all of us now. We're, we're, he's calling us to come up higher. This year, there's all games are put to the side. He's calling all of us wherever you are in your life, in your walk with, with your spiritual self. This is God saying, nope, it's time for my people to get on board with where I'm at and guess what he's holding us all accountable right um pastor yes absolutely absolutely God is looking for us to mature and one of the things that we do as parents is the more our children mature the greater the responsibility entrusted to them 
So as long as they're as long as they're infants, as long as they're babies, they we don't give we don't give <clears throat> them over to any responsibility. But That's as nice. they mature, you know, even as it, as they start to eat, as soon as we see they're able to hold that spoon, as soon as we see they're able to hold that bottle, we entrust it to them. As soon as we see they're able to feed themselves, we entrust it to them. And the more that they grow, the more they grow, the less the, the less they are we are required to do for them. God is saying it's time, church, for us to finally walk in the mature. We have been born again long enough. We have been saved long enough. We have been walking with God long enough. You really should be off the bottle by now. So God is saying, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for you. You're old enough to do this. You're old enough to walk like me. You're old enough to talk like me. You're old enough to do those things required of me. God is holding us responsible because it's time for us to mature. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I agree. That's yes. powerful. Yeah, that's so powerful. I, I love agree. it. I love it. Yes, you, yes, you, yes. you want to um, touch on that, First Lady? Uh, you know, he, like I said, you know, him pastor always come with a hard punch, you know, <laughs> and it's kind of hard to fall after that. You just no, got to just say, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I believe that if we want our life to change, it all starts with what we think. And we need to learn to feed our thoughts and our words with light and truth. And that's, that's all I, I need, you know, wanted to say. And also, uh, you know, all that, all that I have ever been or accomplished hangs on how I choose or govern what comes out of my mouth. Amen. That's, Amen. That's Amen. I, I know yes. that to be a fact. Yes. I yes. know it to be yes. a fact. Yes. I, I I know that um, part of maturity of 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 um, commanding our year, the Father has been dealing with me about coming higher, taking my prayer life to a, a totally different level. Matter right. of fact, going to the stratosphere, okay, yes. and um, not just knocking it out the ballpark, but taking it right. out to the stratosphere where heaven lies, and so right. to the firmament, and so. How that happens, how that looks is simply like this, getting mm-hmm. up, denying myself sleep at midnight yeah, because he right. called yeah, us all yeah, at midnight yeah, to pray. Right. David prayed at midnight. He called the yeah. disciples to pray at midnight. Yeah, He's calling yeah. us to to pray at midnight. He said, can't you just yeah. watch and pray for one hour? Yeah, one yeah. hour at right. midnight? Yeah, you can. If you really want the results, if you really are tired of your enemies, you want complete victory over your enemies, guess Mm -hmm. what? Heaven has a back door. People don't really know this. I'm going to teach on that one day. But (laughs) heaven has a back door. And he says that if you come to the back door at midnight hour, I will receive you. Guess what? The most the most um, demonic activity happens at midnight. Think, yes. um, bad, evil mm-hmm. things are done, and good things are done, starting in the yes. spirit realm. And the high, that activity is done at midnight. I don't yes. have time to go into it right now, but trust what I'm saying. I know what I'm talking about. Yes. and yes. we're we're gonna we're gonna hit on that. And so, uh, 
I'm I'm challenging everyone, everyone out there, deny yourself that comfort of sleep. It's time for you to become uncomfortable. Right, right. Get right. uncomfortable. Do the opposite. Right. Get That's uncomfortable right. until it becomes a way of life for you. Right. Would you say that, Pastor? Uh, definitely. What what we do is, as we give preeminence to our spirit, we begin to uh, inconvenience our flesh. Mm-hmm. So as we put our spirit first, our flesh begins to be uh, discomforted. And that can be through fa- fasting. As we put our spirit first uh, in fasting, we begin to inconvenience our bodies as mm-hmm. we as we pray as we as we give our time to god as we cut off the television as mm-hmm. we open our bibles as, as yeah. we go after god everything that puts the spirit first is an inconvenience to the flesh which yes. is why we hardly ever do it and so the bible says walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. So we are, the Bible doesn't say walk in the spirit and you won't have the desires of the flesh. It says walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the desires of the flesh. The desires of the flesh will always be present. But as we put the spirit first, as we make a, de- a dedication to feed our spirit man, to, to maintain our spiritual edge, what we would do is we would subdue the flesh. And this is why Paul says, I put under my body and keep it in subjection. Because yes. the body has a way of fighting all those things that you yes. want to do that's going to benefit your spirit. So it has to be a conscious effort to, to put the spirit man first. And as we put the spirit man first, yes, it will be uncomfortable to the flesh. But the, that's why the Bible says to crucify it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good word. Good, yes, strong that is word. Good word. Yeah, very strong word. And I, I, I tell you that it's not, it, it, sometimes it's not easy, but you've got to remember this is life and death. This is life right. and death. You know, and so um, I know because... I mean, we can all say that we have experienced that. You know, we don't come in, you know, uh, accepting Christ, and then, you know, we have it all together. We we work out that soul salvation. We work out that, you know, to that point. We mature mm-hmm. into God, and then that's how we become stronger, and that's how we become knowledgeable of Him, and how He will He walk, how He will talk, how He will want us to act, because we we have a, we have like again. We have somebody who is uh, had laid out that foundation before us, and that was Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, listen, guys, our time is mm, it's just about gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just about gone. But I want to make sure that um, the audience is able to get a hold of both of you. Yeah. And how can that happen, Pastor? Um, where? What is your information? Your contact information, if you don't mind. I, I could give my email address. Uh, no you problem. Could, you can reach me at uh, Joe J O E New N U Creation at Gmail dot com. Joe New Creation 
at gmail.com. Okay, and so you are open to anyone that's in need of prayer or guidance, mentoring, or what have you. You're open to that, correct? As as much as possible. So okay. I, I as much as possible. I work full time. I'm a family man, but I definitely can uh, can can uh, be there to support and guide and as much as uh, lies within me. Yes, yes, amen. You can be, if if you can provide the, fulfill the need, you can pro, um, um, direct and be a, a resource for someone, correct? Sure, sure. Yes, 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 yes. and I thank you for that. And um, um, First Lady, you gave information last time. Do you mind okay. providing that one more time for us? Okay, he has the email in, so... Uh, I as well have an email. Um, it's Chantel C H A N T E L L dot Gibson at yahoo dot com. And also, um, we wanted to uh, talk about the uh, prayer sites that we have. We have yes. two locations. And if you're interested in any of those, you can email me. Like I said, uh, we have one coming up on the uh, this coming Monday. We changed it. It's usually on the first. Uh, every uh, first Friday. So uh, because my mom will be here, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, she's on her way here on, and she's on plane now. And yeah, she'll be arriving in L.A. tonight. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so she'll be here on, on for us on that Monday. She'll be paying us a visit and praying over uh, those on Monday. She's a pastor. She pastors uh, a, a congregation there in Louisiana. So, uh, and she's also uh, has a college um, that she teaches uh, Bible college. So she has a full-time schedule. So we we try to utilize the time while she's here. Amen. So this coming Monday at 630 at 1518 Cincinnati Boulevard, and that is in Inglewood, California. Okay. That is okay. one outside here. Okay. Well, listen, um, we're, our time is almost up, and I want to um, end with a um, a prayer for mom, as well as prayer for those that um, are in need of anything, and as well as um, just close with a prayer. So, would both of you do the honors? You said a prayer for your mother? Well, for your mom. Oh, for my mom. Oh, yes. <laughs> this, this, yes. Let's welcome her into um, into Cali with a prayer. Yes. Okay. Sure. Pastor, would you do the honors of that? Father, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord. And we thank yes. you that Father. you have said that the angels of the Lord encamp around all of those who yes. fear you. We are of those who fear you, O Lord. And we yes, thank you Lord. that the angels of God you, surround Father. and keep us. We pray that they will protect and keep uh, our mom as she comes into California. Yes, we pray yes. that you will keep her safe in the name of yes, Jesus. Lord. And, Thank Father, you, we give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 And so, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you for for that, Pastor. And I, I want to tell you that, that um, 
this has been a blessed and wonderful time. And I want to invite you to do this again with us. Is that okay? Can we do that? Can we commit to, to doing, bringing you back next, next time, um, possibly in, in, um, February, Yes, ma'am, sure. Okay, yes, because I, I, it's something that I want to touch on, um, but I'm not going to share right now what that is, but I do want to touch on um, something that God is putting in my heart to do. And so I, I would like, um, Chantel, First Lady, can you pray, um, just close out this session of us today, and um, let me give the date of when we're on again. Okay, That sure. I don't want to be be um, negligent in that so we're going to be on in February guys and it would be the first Wednesday uh, of um, February which is the first of February yay wow look at where the time is going I know right yes isn't that something so we're going to be on the first and the 15th of um of um, February, February the 1st and February 15th. Those are our two dates, audience. And we're going to see if we can get um, people to call in and ask questions and do all of that. But um, for now, we, we, we have to go. Our time is, has run out. But I would um, like for First Lady Chantel to take us on out with a prayer. Amen. Father, we thank you and bless your holy name. You are forever worthy of all the praises and all of the honor. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the listeners, God. We thank you that something was spoken today that it will help them to change and help them to get started on their way. And, Lord God, we thank you that whatever they set out to do, they will accomplish it. We thank you for victory in advance, O oh God. Father, thank you for Dr. Terry, and we ask that you will strengthen her and open up more uh, doors and opportunities, Lord, for her to touch the lives of others. And bless Pastor and our home and our family, O oh God. Strengthen us and keep us safe from every hurt, harm, and danger. And we ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. Believe me, it's been my pleasure. And I want to say thank you to my producer, Doug. He's just awesome. I don't know where (laughs) I would be without him. He's just (laughs) awesome, awesome, awesome. Awesome sauce, Doug, to you. God bless you and your family. And I sincerely mean that. So listen, guys, I'll see you on February the 1st. Please make it a blessed week, day, and month. And look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye.